0: You know, the big finding is that masks in school work. Um, We've only had in some school districts about six weeks of school. And we've already had um, in a different study that was published today, over 1,800 schools closed. Nearly a million children have been out of school because of school closures. But the study that you're referring to in Arizona demonstrated that schools that had masks were three and a half times less likely to have a school outbreak than schools that didn't have masks.
1: Just as a follow-up, are we sure that's not a correlation issue and not a causation, which is to say, like, there's higher levels of community transmission in the school districts that are also the ones most inclined to not have a masking policy? See what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, no. And and that's actually been studied as well. And we've examined those correlations for exactly the concern you raise. This is an independent effect of masks.
2: Yeah, not true. And the the study is terrible. And it makes me revisit all studies. And here's why. I'm reading the Atlantic of all places. And they do a review. Uh, David Zweig does a review of this and saw this three and a half times, three and a half times increase if you don't wear a mask, of your chances of getting this virus for kids in school. And I'm thinking, that is huge. But he was thinking the same thing. And they said, why would you pick Arizona? Well, Arizona went to school almost in the summer. They go to school from July 15th to August 31st. So what did you find? You found out that when you studied these uh, the results in 480 schools that had no mandates— And the schools that had a mandate, the max mandates, you're three and a half times more likely to get the virus if you were not wearing a mask. So that number is really high. And the point, point is they find out there weren't 880 schools. It was 840 schools. They found out that some of the schools they counted were virtual schools. Some of them were vocational schools, and some of them were not even in session till August 1st. How do you do a comprehensive, accurate study and not even look at the, the rate in the community? So little Billy could be eight years old, and he could be fine in school without a mask, but goes home and could get it somehow at the barbershop. They didn't take any of that into account. Joining me now, Dr. Marty McCary has been saying, study the data before you talk, but no one does. He's a Johns Hopkins professor and a professional at medicine. Dr. McCary, welcome back.
1: Good to be with you, Brian.
2: I want to talk about the, 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 um, the, the newest variant. I get it. Uh, we, there's a lot we don't know. I understand it. But also I want to talk to you about this Atlantic Magazine story. As I mentioned on television with you a half hour ago, I thought about you because you always say, YP, you always read the study yourself and come up with your own conclusions. You're amazed how much is left out by so-called medical experts when they hop on television. Is this an example of a typical study that has not been fully examined?
1: This, Brian, is is medical propaganda. If you look at it, The methodology is so flawed it should have been retracted. They actually are reporting data on more schools than exist in the locales that they they claim they're studying. And as you mentioned, some of the schools were closed, and yet they looked at data from those schools. Some of the schools, about 40 of them, were virtual. Um, So this would have been retracted from any respected journal. And yet- the CDC stands by these st- this statistic. By the way, when they put out this statistic from this study that uh, you were at 3.5 times more likely to get an outbreak in a school with mask, uh, without masks, that shaped policy for 56 million children for almost an additional year of school uh, restrictions. And now we're learning it was flawed. Um, so this is the manipulation of science that we're seeing From the CDC, and by the way, where's the medical establishment? You know, when Remdesivir was reported out to have a so-called "quote unquote" absolute risk reduction versus the proper term should have been a relative risk reduction. All heaven and earth in the medical community came down on the FDA saying that this was misrepresenting the data. It was just a tiny change of words and semantics. Here's a totally flawed study. The the entire medical establishment is mum.
2: Right. It's, it's incredible. We're still doing this. And the, and when they were challenged by this, David Zweig said they just said, we stand by our study. They didn't even address the specific challenges from other epidemiologists. Here's David Zweig talking to, talking to Megan Kelly about this. Cut 32.
0: These schools without mask mandates possibly were looked at for a longer period of time. But that seemed not possible. How could they possibly do this in the study? So I emailed with uh, the corresponding author on the study. And I said, hey, I've been looking at the calendars. I know your study says it runs from July 15th to August 31st, but I'm seeing a whole bunch of schools that on their official calendar says they weren't even open until, you know, August 10th. And to my amazement, she did confirm, yes, there are many different start dates. Many of the schools in the study did not run for the full six weeks. And ultimately, what we found Was that um, there were schools, I think you just mentioned this, Megan, that were only open for three weeks. So we have some schools that are open for six and some that are open for three, double the length of time that they're looking at this. And here's where the kicker is she did acknowledge to me that the schools without mask mandates were studied for a longer period of time.
1: Wow. So I just want that
0: to sink in. This is an invisible thumb on the scale. No one knew about this except me because I looked at the calendars, but all the media reports, all the stuff just saying, oh, three and a half times. It's a study. It went for six weeks. This is epidemiology 101. You can't compare two different groups looking for the incidence of something, but have one group that you're looking at for a longer period of time. Right. And this
2: ends up being policy is the key, Dr. McCary. I don't care about Atlantic Magazine. I don't care about... uh, Dr. Walensky, we will unfortunately we have to care about it. She's setting policy. How could she not be embarrassed for her own credibility? She's got to hop back on camera and say,
1: this is a study that's not worthy of my division. Here's what we're now understanding, Brian, is that the way in which our current public health officials are conducting research is to – come up with their decision, and then go back and try to find data that fits that, and then they point to that data. It's a very backwards and dishonest, I call it manipulation uh, approach. By the way, WHO says kids should not be wearing masks under age 6. The European CDC says kids should not be wearing masks in primary school, and they give reasons. And they basically are warning about what we just learned about from Brown University, that there's significant cognitive learning and motor deficits now from this prolonged mask use. You can do it for a couple of days or weeks. There's not going to be a downside, but we're coming on two years.
2: So in Bangladesh, they did this study with 340,000 people in a randomized trial, and they found that masks reduced the spread 11%. At least, I mean, that science is transparent, and you would think we'd build on that, Instead, we rewrite it and do something that's insult to everyone. So,
1: yeah, omniprom- and that was surgical masks. By the way, the cloth masks was oh, really? zero, but surgical mask eleven percent. That's so. Right. Do you believe that masks work? A surgical mask, yeah, during an active outbreak. But if you're immune, what are you protecting yourself from?
2: Do you, the NFL has a policy right now that says if you are double vaccinated, you uh, unless you would have symptoms, you do not have to get tested. Is that a good move? Because so many people that have been. Uh, been told you can't play feel fine but test positive
1: <laughs> i was so glad to see the nfl start to have some degree of rationality to testing because the country needs to learn from this we got to move from universal testing to selective testing if you test every person in america right now for meningococcus 10 percent are going to come back positive doesn't mean they're going to get meningitis we're moving that na- way now with omicron and covid so we've got to have selective testing for those who are possibly going to need to change their behavior around vulnerable Americans. Otherwise, we need to live our lives.
2: I would think so. So uh, on this uh, Omicron, what do we know?
1: Yeah, so what we're looking at is now epidemiological data from South Africa that's updated showing that there in fact was a spike in, in cases driven by Omicron. That spike is now rapidly plunging, and there was no increase in deaths. Deaths were flat, hospitalizations were minimal, uh, less than 10% of what we saw in the previous Delta wave in that country. So this is going to be highly contagious, going to be out there. Most people will get it, I think. There's something we're missing with Omicron, and that is in South Africa, they only had a 25% vaccination rate during the Omicron wave. So why is it plunged so dramatically? It didn't get to everybody. Either the vast majority of people had an asymptomatic case and don't know it, or Omicron just infects people with a certain either, you know, genetic composition, blood type, vitamin D level, something that we're missing. But it's not uh, infecting everybody.
2: So I want you to so far what they were saying yesterday is these Chinese vaccines do no surprise does not work. That's Sinovac. Russian vaccine obviously doesn't work. They say the J.J., uh, Johnson & Johnson and AstraZeneca not effective against this. But Moderna says they're effective and so does Pfizer. They, they claim to be
1: effective. What do you believe? So the problem with letting pharma tell us um, what we should be doing is that they're only looking at antibody levels. They're not looking at T-cells. And the reason is it's very practical. You just can't draw someone's blood and measure their T-cells. It's in the bone marrow. It's a a more complicated study. You need to do it in a laboratory with people who consent. So what we have to follow is not the antibody binding. We have to follow whether or not people are showing up in the hospital. And we're not seeing that with Omicron. Now – the, sure, J&J should have probably been designed as a two-dose regimen. That's becoming clear now. But it does appear to do its job in protecting it against severe illness, and um, that's, that's the goal. Why are we expecting eradication with these vaccines? By the way, China only gave their vaccine to other countries if they agreed to not recognize Taiwan, <laughs> which is um, something no one really knows about.
2: So they poison the world, don't admit to it, still don't tell us the origins of it, and have us and have a condition to giving you a vaccine that, by the way, isn't effective. So uh, Dr. McCary with us. Dr. McCary, there's a little bit of a controversy, very similar to the Trump years. Uh, they have a politician say something and then Anthony, make Anthony Fauci look bad, and then he has to defend himself. But now he's in the awkward spot because Joe Biden worships him. Vice President Harris said this to the L.A. Times. We didn't see Delta coming. I think most scientists did not, upon whose advice and direction we have relied. He didn't see Delta coming, uh, she said. We, didn't see Omic- we did not see Omicron coming, and that's the nature of what this is. This awful virus has been, which, as it turns out, has mutations and variants. Dr. Fauci heard this and said this. Cut 22. I think that the vice president's uh, statement was taken a bit out of context. I believe she was referring to the fact that the, the, the extraordinary number of mutations and amino acid substitutions, particularly with Omicron. No one had expected it that much. But we were well-prepared and expected that we were going to see variants. There's no doubt about that. So what do we believe? Did we not see it coming? Did we see it coming? And isn't that nice to say she was taken out of context? Does he have context to to talking with the vice president? Maybe you might want to yeah, start this with, I talked to the vice president. <laughs>
1: Dr. Fauci, I mean, let me understand this. Dr. Fauci is saying that Dr. That um, Kamala Harris was referring to the amino acid substitutions. I'm not sure she could tell you what an amino acid is. Most people don't. I mean, this is what they do in politics: is they sort of cover for each other. And, and Fauci is part of that, you know, group that uh, is part of this sort of political guard. Uh, we missed. We we not only missed it, we're still missing it. Where are the therapeutics that we need out there right now? Uh, Veer uh, Pharmaceuticals has a product with GSK, GlaxoSmithKline. It's a monoclonal antibody that works really well against Omicron and all the variants. We only have 55,000 doses. I mean, here we, we've known about Omicron for over a month. Lilly has a product also, great monoclonal. We got 300,000 doses. I mean, good luck getting that thing dispersed. <laughs> They're still not talking about Paxilvid and fluvoxamine. They not only missed it, they're still missing it.
2: Yeah, uh, I, <laughs> uh, it's scary. Uh, real quick, on Tuesday, we, we know the messages. We've heard them for two years. What would, what do you hope President Biden says Tuesday when he gives us – he's taking his time telling us how we're going to get through the winter? But Go ahead. What do you hope he Look,
1: President Biden needs dramatically to change this entire strategy from just politicians begging individuals to get vaccinated. Sure, we need them to do that, but that's—they're not going to convince them. We've got to start talking about focusing on hospitalizations, not cases. Get rid of these case trackers, and let's focus on hospitalizations, and let's talk about therapeutics, and let's get the word out, and let's stop putting our kids in in this hostage situation just because they're defenseless. Mm If President Biden could say the word fluvoxamine, a a drug that's already out there, available at all the pharmacies under a prescription, 91% reduction in mortality. His own FDA is sitting on Paxlovid, which cut COVID deaths to zero. This speech tomorrow should be directed at his own bureaucrats who can turn things around for us immediately. No one should be dying of COVID right now, given all the therapeutics out there that we don't hear about.
2: Uh, Dr. McCarry, now you have to go full time with the Washington bureau uh, and handle be there, doctor. We let you go over there. We had you on camera through Fox Nation. It's kind of cool to see a two camera shoot. So hopefully everyone watching us on the stream. I always appreciate talking to you. Thanks so much.
1: Good to be with you, Brian. Thanks.
2: You got it. One eight six six four zero eight seven six six nine. You have a lot of questions. You hear they might even they canceled nine Broadway plays. They canceled the Christmas show at Radio City. Is is uh, the fourth? Is New Year's Eve next? It better not be. But this mayor wants to go out with everybody hating him, and this is probably the only thing he knows how to do. Giving you everything you need
0: to know. It's Brian Kilmeade. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a one of a kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.